for the beats, for the love, for the alcohol, for the party. <laughs> One time like, okay. <laughs> Letting the kick ride, letting the snare roll, letting the bottle pour, cups in the airflow. Love what you hear though, everything black. Feel like the beat is everything, well then everything's back. <laughs> letting the speakers blast, letting the beats run. Word to the crate digging, word to machine drums. Get used to it as we proceed. <laughs> black radio for the lover, just the beat. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The kick gone knock, the snare gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black. Everything is black, everything is black, everything is black, yeah, everything is black. The bottle gone pour, the speakers gone crack, and everything is black, everything is black, everything is black. Take that, take that, take that, take that. What's up, guys? What's Welcome up? to another f- episode of Black Chats, yes, episode ninety. Nine zero. Ninety. That's we did right. ninety. Ninety freaking episodes. We did ninety of these. Wow. How, would it, how long has it been? Two years. It's been. It's been like uh, two years. Two years to do ninety. Yeah, We're kicking ass and taking years, names, you know baby. We taking names. That's right. Yeah. Welcome to Black Chat, uh, episode ninety. I go by the name of Ill Mind, yes, not Jeff Staple. It's not. It's his okay. cousin's third it's cousin's cousin. friend. All right. Okay. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I'm I'm the other bald Asian <laughs> in this industry. It's only a few of us. Wait, wait, is there a third? I'm not bald. Though. Oh wait, I'm not no, bald, no, you know who else? Uh, who? The Filipino comedian. He's hysterical. Oh, Joe Coy. Oh, he's Shout hilarious. Shout to my, my boy. Shout that, to my, he my is potty. hilarious. Joe he's, Coy, man, killing he's it. He's awesome. Uh, but we here, Black Chat episode ninety. Uh, my man Atlas the Plug is here. Yes, you know sir. What, what up? What up? You know what I mean? Um, Glam, glam and Perfection couldn't make it. Uh, you know they. Glam, uh, Perfection's actually sick. Yeah, she does. She, she caught a, a bug. A, There's a something virus. going around. Yeah. Yeah, I was sick. Uh, a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, you know what it's called? Just, uh, it's it's called, called AIDS. Oh wow! Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm wow, just kidding. Wow, wow! <laughs> Perfection's gonna kill you. She's gonna be mad at me. But I love you, Perfection. You know I love you. I'm just kidding. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but we miss you guys. Uh, but we're here, man. Uh, shout exactly. to first of all, shout to all of our followers, our mm-hmm. subscribers, man. Um, shout to the YouTube listener, mm-hmm. the, the YouTube watchers, the iTunes, SoundCloud listeners, man. Um, if this is your first time listening in, just make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, and uh, shout to the OG listeners, man. Mm-hmm. Been here since episode one. Yeah. It's been yeah. a wild ride so far. I can't wait to break 100. We got to do something special. Oh, man. Maybe another live show for 100. We'll we should. See. We should. I'm really, really... Speaking of live show, that yeah. was incredible yeah yeah we, we spoke that a little bit incredible. about it last week um but yeah shout to shout once again to the big homie just plays yeah just plays for coming through the live show uh we're gonna yeah. do another live show so you guys definitely um keep an eye out for the next blab chat live show mm-hmm. probably next year um maybe we'll take it outside of new york maybe, yeah maybe we'll do yeah. la or maybe yeah maybe, maybe we'll do toronto maybe overseas who knows maybe we'll do the philippines you know yeah you philippines know. why not yeah um but shout to you guys man um as as you know this you know this podcast is is driven off of um you know, just everything that has to do with music production, uh, engineering, you know, uh, just the, the game, the industry. And, mm-hmm. and I think uh, after, you know, doing 90 episodes, we've talked about a lot of shit. Yeah. Um, I think we're kind of going back to a lot of the stuff we've been talking about, but mm-hmm. kind of getting in more detail. Sure. So uh, there's a lot I want to talk about today, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, this is sort of like a year-end wrap-up, too, I think. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, 2019 
was uh, an amazing, I mean, an incredible year is kind of an understatement. I do right. believe that 2019 was like potentially like another kind of golden era feeling mm -hmm. year. Musically. Or even just a few years musically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, especially if you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're, if you're uh, 13 to 21, mm -hmm. um, a, a, a few albums that may have come out this year and the past few years may be considered classics to you. You know, and uh, I just think that's special. So I really want to I want to show love to, um, you know, all the producers that uh, are new and relatively older and, and, and more veteran. But I see kind of the whole spectrum, like a lot of people killing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just really fun to see, man. It's but great. I, I want to definitely get into um, some of the year end wrap up stuff uh, a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, maybe I think we have one more episode before the end of the year, so mm -hmm. maybe we'll like really dive in to that idea. shit. Um, but before we we jump into stuff, I definitely want to shout out uh, all the producers and artists and songwriters and singers uh, who've been coming to my past the Ox events. Man, I gotta give myself past the Ox. I need we need you guys hate that fucking <laughs> air horn. I, I need a different air horn in the man. comments. I have a bunch of sound effects here that I never use, like this one. But, uh, and I like the air horn right? better. <laughs> How do you get? Some Street Fighter. Okay. Yeah. Um, but shout out to you guys who've been coming, man. Um, you know, for the past, uh, man, it's been almost like two years mm -hmm. as well. Uh, every month I've been traveling to a different city. And uh, basically what I do is I go to a city. I'll rent out a secret studio location. Mm -hmm. And I'll invite about 30 upcoming music producers, rappers, artists, uh, singers. They come through mm -hmm. and we basically just hang out in the studio for like four hours. And they literally come up uh, and they plug the aux in and play their music. And then I get to, you know, kind of give them constructive criticism. We talk about their aspirations and I'm answering questions and we're getting really deep into conversation. Really mm -hmm. similar to kind of what we do on this podcast, mm -hmm. but it's more of like a live um in-person kind of intimate experience so it's been really inspiring man um so shout to you guys shout to all the amazing up-and-comers that i've met uh, in the past few years mm -hmm. in all these different cities um tonight is actually uh the last show of the year i'm doing in new york city and then next year i'm kicking off january mm -hmm. with uh new jersey uh connecticut and boston specifically jersey city new haven and boston and we're gonna do that in january so um i just announced my 2019 past the aux tour so um go to my website illmindproducer.com uh, if you're an up-and-comer and you want to come meet me and hang out and, and meet some of your peers which again is like super important mm -hmm. it's like an ongoing thing and overseas right aren't you going overseas we're going overseas i'm going to london we're doing germany uh toronto again mm -hmm. a bunch of stuff but go to my website illmindproducer.com there's tour dates up there if you want to cop a ticket um i highly highly recommend you come through it's it's an amazing inspiring time mm -hmm. atlas you have a few things coming too right yeah yeah uh first thing i want to say though Ill about the pasta ox you know yeah. it's it's seeing it grow is is so great and you know it started at the studio and it started i mean had. we started i'm gonna you know that's what i'm gonna get to is yeah. like it really shows that you know what we started you know with with the past the ox thing because i am noticing and no disrespect to all the different people who do their things out oh, I there i know what you're about to say but if i see another ox something or past plug oh, something or in studio this i'm like can you guys have original ideas please Please. Oh, God. Please. But you know what? Anyway, on a more you positive know, not, note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, mean, I said, I'm not hating, but like, 
You know, I get it. You know, it 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 just grew, and you know what? There's enough to go around, so yeah, I'm not going to be Scrooge right now. Listen, but, here's the know. thing. Here's the thing, and I appreciate that, Alice. I yeah. really do. But shout to shout to all of the people out there that feel inspired and empowered enough to to do something special like that. I mean, I'm not going to like sit here and take credit and and kind of like champion this idea. Like, I am the original like first person to do X Y Z. Like, I don't like do stuff that kind of stuff doesn't drive me i know mm-hmm. it does for other people but it doesn't for me mm-hmm. to be the first one but i will say that you were you know, the first one though uh, <laughs> oh i'm gonna God. say it uh, you were the first you know, one without a doubt i mean you know you know facts you know okay I mean? factory numbers don't lie factory numbers don't lie all right but though. uh nah like you know i, I i've been uh, throughout the course of of a lot a, a big portion of my career i've been kind mm-hmm. of always that like guy who just like does shit and then people mm-hmm. look at it and say you're kind of weird for that mm-hmm. um and some people say like you're kind of corny for that yeah like when i put my drum kit out mm-hmm. you're kind of whack for that right, right you're ill mind you're a producer like jay dilla would never do that like right. why are you doing that mm-hmm. uh and mm-hmm. now look you know I, oh, mean, you're, you're, I mean there wouldn't be splice Right. Oh my God. I mean, you know, we can go there if you want. Well, you know, you know, but uh, all right. Ill. I'm Ill. just saying. I'm just saying that that I'm I'm humbled by it. Right. Um. But just know that like, if if your intentions are are good and 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 you're really driven to like, mm-hmm. really give back and help out and stuff like that. Like, I'm all for that. Seriously. Yeah. You know. And 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 I'm, it actually makes me feel good that like. There's certain things um, that I may or may not be doing that are helping people, and mm. that's really all that matters to me, honestly. Yeah. Um, so thank you for bringing that up, Atlas. Yeah, you know, I, I try. I, you know, I try. But anyway, uh, yeah, Il, you're right. I do have some things going up coming up in January. Very exciting. It's a third installment of the True Master Show, January 24th here in New York City. So uh, tell them what true what is True Masters. Cause yeah, they, so know. what True Masters is, uh, you can follow it on all social media, True Master Show. And what is a sh- showcase I produced? Like, I've done a lot of rap battles. I've done hip-hop showcases. I mean, you name it. I've, I've, I've produced their events. And one thing about the rap battles, and no disrespect against anyone who, who, who does this, is there's normally about 16 producers after the first producer's third beat like i'm bored you know what i'm saying and i gotta sit there for like 15 other people playing it so that to me kind of got boring so what i did and is i have eight producers eight mcs and eight dancers they can be any type of artist they could be rapper singers they can be any type of dancer they don't have to be a b-boy they could be a ballet ballet dancer if they want to be have you had any ballet dancers we have not we've had i've had like uh, mostly like pop lock flexors, right? And like I don't want to say strippers, but like strippers? they were like doing some sexy dance moves, and wow. like they got pretty females, f- females, females, Fem- females. Okay. Yes, yeah. ill, please, please, yeah. females. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. We don't yes. want to go there. No disrespect, but anyway. No. So yeah, if you're a male stripper and you want to totally enter fine. True Masters, well, Atlas sure. will not deny you. I'm sure. <laughs> 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 you can low key. Win. We're, we're gonna have to go through the board, but you yeah, know I'm open the, for whatever, right? So anyway, but uh, yeah, eight producers, eight MCs, eight dancers. Uh, the producer comes out, has a track that's three minutes long. The producer hits play for the first minute. The crowd's vibing to the beat, you know, enjoying the record. Uh, when it hits minute number one, the dancer comes out, dances over the track, and when it hits minute number two for the final minute, 
the rapper or artist will come out and uh, sing or rap over the track. And then when they're done, I have another group of three come on, do the same formula. And then I have the crowd. This is the best part. The crowd picks the winners, one producer, one MC, and one dancer to advance to the next round. And that's why it's called the True Masters, because if you are a true master in your craft and you rap or sing, whatever, it doesn't matter what beat they play, you, you're going to kill it because right. that's just what you do. you right. know. But uh, rest assured, all the producers that I pick, I only pick dope producers, so you won't have to worry about a super right. and, and it's random when you pair them up together. Totally right? random. Yeah. Nobody knows until soundcheck. I did it like that on purpose. Um, a lot of people ask me, what beat am I going to rhyme over? What I'm like, you find out literally when you walk on right. stage. So what I do is I bring them backstage before the show actually starts, and I give them numbers like one, two, three. One, two, three. You know, like kind of going up to, you know, 10. And then I'll just say, okay, group one, come up. Amazing. Group four, come up. And then they just battle. Right cool. There so the there's spot. video footage of this on YouTube. There is on YouTube, uh-huh. uh, True Masters Show. You can also get it on Instagram uh, and Twitter, True Masters Show. So when's the, next show? when's the next show? January 24th. Okay. Uh, is down. the next one. And the one after, that one's already full, but March 7th. There are slots available. Okay. Uh, so you can just go to True Master Show and click the link um, in the bio. Or just follow me, Atlas the Plug, and shoot me a DM, and, DM. and, I'll, and I'll answer you back. Slide into Atlas's DMs Pause. right now. If you're, Pause. A, if you're a male stripper if you- <laughs> and, you're, and you really you nah. got that life, nah. DM Atlas. You know nah. what I'm saying? Send him a dick pic. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Damn, ill. You know what I'm saying? We going Happy there Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, New Year Atlas. Take this. Dick pics for Atlas wow. the Plug, baby. Wow. <laughs> You're oh, crazy. You're anyway, crazy. yeah, True Masters is is, is really a, a a great show. If you yeah. if you don't manage to, uh, you know, get a slot in, like I would highly recommend you show up and just feel the vibe, watch the show. It's super highly entertaining, and and get your network on too. Yeah, There's I was just about to say because most of the artists that go to this or the producers, they either go with like their manager, right, or they go if they're a producer, they go with the rapper they work with or the artist that they work with, or vice versa. Maybe the rapper who's there brings their producer. So the, all the crowd is is all industry up and comers, some more established than others. So if you want to really just go network and enjoy an amazing show, I mean, the show has been compared to Nick Cannon's Wild and Out meets Eminem's Eight Mile, you wow. know. And um, if if anyone who's you know performed or and has been there they would they would tell you the same so wow amazing all right well check out true masters um speaking of true masters we have a true master here in the building that's a fact um i'm really excited about today's episode uh we haven't had excuse me we haven't had um too many engineers on the show it's it's mostly producers um you know we have a couple non-producers here and there Mm -hmm. the last engineer we had was actually parks uh, from the joe budden podcast and then before that was uh jimmy yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Douglas, Jimmy yeah, Douglas, the, the legendary. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. and that was like a super. We got really in depth with that. I mean, yep. we, he we we just let him like talk the whole he time. Just he, he, I'll make a talk, but dude. He, gems. He, his gems are so insane. So yeah. and by the way, go back to that episode. Um, mm-hmm. For all you engineers listening, go listen to the Jimmy Douglas episode and the Parks episode. Um, but today we have another very, very uh, highly talented, super special um, engineer, our special guest. Um, he is, I don't even want to discredit like your discography, but I'm just going to introduce my man. Uh, he's the engineer for uh, the god Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, the man, it just makes me so happy to like see Meek Mill's comeback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Especially. like one of the greatest like going down in history for sure in oh, history yeah. books. Yeah. So I definitely want, want to dig into this. Um, so let's give a warm round of applause to Cruz. Cruz. Here. 
Yeah. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. What's up, man? What's up? How y'all doing? I'm good, man. We're good. Uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. Appreciate you know, definitely a, uh, an exciting time right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure for like you and yeah. for the whole squad, yeah, all the you, yeah. all the hard work you guys put in, man. Like, work, yeah. I know, you know, I'm I, I'm not an engineer, but I do obviously know the type of logistical kind of hard work the man hours and staying up all night just to like compress vocals like people don't <laughs> understand right. how much work is put into engineering even tracking too yeah. is yeah. an art so yeah i want to quickly just i want to start with kind of people who may not know uh what you've done kind of in addition to the meek mill stuff obviously you're you know the kind of approaching infamous cruise you know oh. turn me <laughs> up, turn me cruise. up cruise. you know what i'm saying like if you heard meek's album you definitely know that it's so, the first thing you hear yeah right. so right. um you know outside of the meek mill stuff like yeah. what what other you have a pretty rich history so what mm -hmm. other stuff have you worked on and and uh kind of where did you start off uh doing this man uh it goes back a while but like when i first got into um the industry my very first session actually was with neo uh -huh. um like I, I started out at uh rock the mic studios um in new york in manhattan um like january 5th i looked up the email today on purpose like i guess because like i had been doing a couple interviews but this one was like special to me because i've been following you guys and uh, we had a little conversation yeah mm -hmm. I've been i really appreciate that since 2006 you yeah know what i'm saying like i was still in in college at Georgia State but mm -hmm. long story short you know I started at Rock the Mic January 5th 2011 exact date wow. like um, you know Neo was the very first professional session I had wow um, I've assisted some legends from you know J. Cole Mary J. Blige uh, Stargate the you know yep. power love them pop mm -hmm. duo they've done some legendary records during the time they controlled like 50% of the top 10 basically yeah um, you know, Bridget Kelly, all the Rock Nation, um, uh, you know, roster, um, you know, uh, Ricky Martin, I wow. assisted, you know, Coldplay session with wow. Chris Martin, wow. he smacked me in, in pool, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've, I've got some stories, so like, I had like some real reflection time recently, and, and like, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes you kind of get caught up, and you, you have blinders on, obviously, and I know you guys... Um, go through this because you guys have had some really major milestones and and um, legendary runs. But like, you really have time to kind of sit down and reflect and like, man, you know, like I did I've a done lot. a few things. <laughs> I've done a few things. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I'm still humble. But like, you know, I think sometimes you discredit yourself and yeah. like it kind of it kind of affects you in a way where like you know it's okay to give yourself a certain amount of credit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's so interesting you bring that up because I remember reading this somewhere recently and it yeah. said, uh, you know, if you reach, when, if and when you reach this sort of uh, point in your life when you reflect back, like you said, and yeah. you see like, okay, wow, I did A, B, C, D, X, Y, Z, yeah. and they're all really credible, awesome things. Even even if you are humble by nature, you should celebrate your wins, yeah. and you're allowed to celebrate yeah. those wins. Yeah. And and celebrating those wins uh, doesn't necessarily mean that like you're arrogant or being a dick. And you're yeah. right. I think that does kind of affect people. You yeah, know, I know it affects time. me. Yeah. You know what I mean yeah. for sure. It's good. I think it's good to remind yourself. You know what happens is we get so caught up in working, 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 working. Yeah. You know, you kind of lose track of of accomplishments. You know. Yeah. Um. I I, I would like what I what I used to do. <laughs> was have like a list 
And on the right side, I would put like all the things I want to do, mm-hmm. right? And then on the left side, I would put the things that I accomplished, right? Mm-hmm. And then I would look at that list, and then you just start moving one thing to the other. And before you know it, like that left side starts getting kind of big, right? Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, wow, like you know. And if I, if I'll be honest, if I don't write it down or and I don't visually see it, I'm gonna forget about it. Yeah. Right. So what happens is you just forget. You know, you're so busy, you forget. And someone says, yo. Yo, at yo, El, remember that time that and you'd be right, like, oh right. shit, dude, I forgot, I forgot about that. Exactly, that's exactly. crazy. I just exactly. talked to somebody, mm-hmm. um, a good friend of mine that went to to full cell with me. Like we were having a conversation or whatever, and he was like, write down what it is you need to do next. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you visualize it exactly. and really, you know, and I've, I mean, I've done that before, but like mostly, I just kind of speak things into existence. But I think it's something powerful, like you said, about, you know, especially when, you know, your memory shot like mine, like Mm -hmm. I forget things all the time, but like write it down. Write it Mm -hmm. down. You know, what is it? What's next for Cruz? What do I want to accomplish in 2019 moving forward? You know what I mean? So, And also to add on to that, thinking about what that next logistical step is to move toward that goal. Mm -hmm. It's like I can we can set a goal. Let's say, for instance, I set a goal like um, I want to. Oh, what's a good example? I want to, um, I want to go. I want to go on tour mm-hmm. in yeah. 2019. Yeah. Right. The first logistical step would be, I guess, uniquely in my situation, it would be I need to like tell my manager first, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he can help me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like sure. like little Use little things like that. And then if you don't take that first like initial step, then like a week will go by or a month will go by and then you'll forget to do it and yeah. then all of a sudden a month goes by and it's like oh shit I'm like I yep. haven't gone anywhere yet yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. like a big thing for people mm-hmm. so um, so yeah so you you have this rich history mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know let we'll, we'll fast forward to all this Meek stuff mm-hmm. so like were you uh, were you working with Meek like before he went away and how did you guys link up yeah um We've had like kind of a roller coaster of a on a working relationship side, you know. Um, we started 2013 DC3 era. Um, I was again, I was at Rock the Mic. I was working between Rock the Mic and 4040 Club at the same time, mm-hmm. same ownership. Um, you know, shout out to Desiree and OG Wan, you know, giving me an incredible opportunity. So I was I was working in between both at the time, and I was at the 10 year anniversary party for 4040. And Meek's at, at Rock the Mic with no engineer. So, you know, studio manager TT calls me. He's like, yo, Meek's here. He needs an engineer. I'm like, bro, this is the 10-year anniversary party. You know, I'm running AV in the club. Yeah. It's, it was a pretty important night, mm-hmm. like, you know, wow. of some big heavy hitters in the building, you know, hoes running around, all these different people. I'm like, bro, you got to, like, hit the boss, tell her to hit me and tell me it's cool because I didn't want to, like, mess up anything yeah. or whatever as much as I wanted to do the session. So long story short, I get the call, you know, she hits me on the radio, like run to the club, you know, Meek needs an engineer, go ahead, we'll handle the AV stuff, whatever, we'll figure it out. So um, I'm still suited up, you know, mm-hmm. it's a 10 year formal, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, I'm glad yeah. I got my suit on. That's crazy. And Meek and all his homies are there, like, yeah, yeah like, this guy. <laughs> do you even know how to engineer? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 they yeah, just yeah. grab somebody, like, yeah, yo, yeah. just go, like, you know, I'm. You know, yeah. so I had to like kind of break down my history to him about all the Rock Nation stuff I had done, and you know, uh, he kind of ran through, you know, his settings and what he was comfortable with in terms of recording. And it took a few days. I mean, obviously, you know, he had worked with a bunch of engineers, so right. I'm sure he was kind of burned out with that whole process of right. relearning somebody. You, you had to get to know each other, basically. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So 
it didn't take too long. I, I would say like within like the first two weeks, we got like a good vibe going. He was doing, you know, knocking out some amazing um, records. He did like the the little Snoop tribute. Mm-hmm. Snoop unfortunately passed yep. like right in the beginning of our working relationship. Uh, so you know that was like an extremely memorable session. Um, you know he did like the Versace remix. That was like the first thing he just kind of threw it out. I was like, damn, I didn't even mix it or do anything to it. He just liked how it was and put it out or whatever. Mm. So you know, fast forward to now, you know what I mean? Like in all the things, all the projects in between, like we've we've done some some amazing amazing things, you know? shit, yeah, amazing yeah, shit. I mean, yeah. to be the the engineer behind the boards, you know, that's different. And I think people get confused. It's different from you know receiving a bunch of files and then mixing them are you yeah. are you mixing this stuff as well or are you more um, tracking mostly what i'm doing at this point is it's like tracking and you're, you're kind of setting the picture up for the mix engineer like because i get it to a point where he's basically like we could master this right but not understanding you know like breaking the beat down and like mixing a track out and getting it you know to a to a certain extent um like listenable to the audience and fully like making it a real movie you know right. what i mean so um i'm i'm to the point now where like he's comfortable with my sounds to where it's really challenging for the mix engineer right and it's like you know we've we've dealt with like the legends you mm-hmm. know i mean like you know and these are like people i really respect and look up to and um but like you know, meek is just like we want i want cruz's mix he wants my sound and texture so if the if the mix goes too far from that right away from Got when it. he pushes play mm-hmm. first 10 seconds it's like no nah, i don't like the mix Right. So, you know, with this project in particular, having Guru, like people hear Guru's name and it's like you mentioned God in yeah, the engineering yeah, world. Shout like, to Guru. Seriously, oh, yeah. like yeah. Guru is like, you know, he's, he's a, he's a real goat. Long, he's like, literally a goat. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I've heard him. I heard, I've heard him do a few times like, when, I, when I met so, him. Right. So, goat. like, you get, you get an opportunity, you know, and that's my brother. Like, he's known mm-hmm. me from, you know, I was like up and coming. I would go grab his coffee and ask him dumb questions, and you know what I mean. So, this full circle moment, you know, and that's what's so special about this year and this whole process and this project. You know, the fact that it's even called championships like really rings, you know, true for me and mm-hmm. everybody involved. But like, uh, you know, so in working with Guru, he's such a legend, but he's so humble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it was so easy to get across certain notes and certain things that you know to somebody that has all these different things on their plate would have just been like bro like i don't have time to deal with all these little minor notes Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean so it was an amazing process to like be able to um by the way we booked jungle city and basically had both floors like the The whole time oh wow the bottom floor we would i would like yo hold up meek's playing a bunch of records for his homies i'm like all right i'm gonna check in on guru where that sounds dope you know what I mean turn that up turn this down right put this over here I think he's gonna add new lyrics bring the files downstairs so it was like this crazy flow and it was so you know so much less stressful than it's been in the past yeah you know what I mean yeah it sounds so, like yeah. it was like really factory like everyone that was there mattered right it wasn't right. like any dead weight or extra yeah. distraction yeah everybody worked together and like to a degree of like you know Guru pushed his Africa flight back like four times. You know, Hove and B had right. the Global Citizens, and he pushed his flight back literally like four times. You know what I mean? Just, like, to, just to make sure everything was perfect and handed in on time right. mm. and up to par. You know, um, handled all these last minute changes. Hove was like, "Yo, by the way, let me you know make some updates." 
he would have to go get that done. Ross mm-hmm. sends his updates, like you know what I mean. Yeah. So there was a, so lot, a lot of, of like punching in, punching a lot in. of fine tuning and just perfecting this thing to make it what it was when it came out. Yeah. So uh, you know, people don't. That's what I love about these uh, opportunity to have these type of moments and letting people know like we really put a lot of time and effort to perfecting these records and um, unfortunately it came out kind of at the end where it's not on a lot of people's list but mm-hmm. you know um, I'm just going to be selfish and say like I think you know it should be talked about a little more. Oh absolutely. Yeah. You know I think people are going to continue to talk about this going into 2019 oh, for sure and I do believe that it came out uh, after the Grammy deadline. Right. It did, so yeah. I, I think it really could t- stand it. T- I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, and we, we're not even in 2019, right. but I wouldn't be surprised if it definitely was considered for some kind of nomination or on, end up being on lists, for yeah. sure, because it's an incredible album. And it, I love that Appreciate we're talking that. about this because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously a lot of our listeners are uh, producers, a lot of engineers, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of producer engineers, mm-hmm. and it's all about the cr- the real, like, nitty-gritty creative process mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so f- your story is so fascinating to me because, you know, re- rewind back to, um, you know, the early days when you were like with Neo and, and mm-hmm. kind of slowly, you know, building your discography. Mm-hmm. Not Never in a million years would you have imagined to like be Meek Mill's engineer, right? right. And to have this particular moment right. with like the Hove stuff and Guru. It's like... Mm-hmm. Even if, if like, going back to 2013 and if someone came uh, back from a time machine and said, hey, Cruz, guess what? (laughs) Meek is going to go away for a while and all these things are going to happen to him, but then he's going to come back with, like, this crazy comeback album. Right, right, right. And he's going to get all the respect and people are going to love him even more and you're going to be the guy behind the boards behind that. What do you think about that? Oh, and there's a whole verse in there, too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you're going to be working with Young Guru. It's like (laughs) shit like that. You, like, look at it like that and it's like, Wow, I think it's interesting. So yeah, so it's like to me, it kind of seems like reaching this point in your career. uh, A lot of factors that went into that, uh, in my opinion, was kind of you um, being prepared for kind of every opportunity that came your way, right? Like even uh, even the 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 phone call you got that Meek needed an engineer. You easily could have been like, you know what, I'm working right now. I'm overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Meek. Let somebody else. Let someone else do it. (laughs) Right. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, kudos on that, man. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's really really dope. Um. So I want to dig a little bit more into like the engineering side of things. Um. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of engineers that. You know, they call themselves engineers and they're like, yeah, you know, I know how to mix vocals and I do the yeah, plugins and, and, yeah. and, and, and a Especially lot of these guys, yeah, age, yeah. And, and a lot of these guys are, are good mm-hmm, at that, mm-hmm. but there's really an art form and uh, a sort of like etiquette that comes with being a tracking engineer. I think, yeah. I, you know, when you're in there coaching someone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, talk a little bit about that. Let's, we'll start with Meek. I mean, like, mm-hmm. what's that process like? when he's in there writing and, and you playing that role as engineer, what, what are some things you, you do with Meek that kind of help along with that process? Yeah. I mean, just really setting the vibe because I, I was thinking about it today for whatever reason, I'd like spent extra time trying to think of how to describe my job. I was watching like little clips of Star Trek and like when they're in the, in the like, you know, like Data's there doing his thing. Yep. And you got Captain Luke Picard, like yep. giving him. And I'm like, who am I in this in this vibe right here? But <laughs> it gets a little deeper than that because, like, the tracking engineer really, I'm not the captain of that room necessarily, but I have a, a very critical role of controlling 
the vibe in the room and making sure Meek is going to be comfortable because there have been times, I mean, we're all human, where maybe I missed a couple of things I needed to check off before he got in the room. Mm -hmm. We're the first ones there and we're the last ones to leave. Maybe I got in and I was a little comfortable. I didn't do a mic check. Right. I didn't I didn't check and make sure like all the levels were good and you know, we had Pro Tools running out here and you know, the aux was working and he gets in the booth and he's like, Yo, I'm ready. Right? And the mic's not working properly and there's right. a noise and it takes thirty minutes to an hour to fix the problem and you might have cut you know, totally ruined the vibe. A classic vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> you know, what we do and and it's it's critical, you know, like to the average person, maybe they don't fully understand, but we literally control that vibe in the room and, mm -hmm. and you know, making sure, you know, um that the record sounds good, like, you know, that if let's say if a an experienced producer sends something that's totally maxed out distorted that we have the ability to clean it up to where it, he loves it so we mm -hmm. got to work with it right so we got to like clean it up and make it sound where his vocal cuts through a certain way and he's able to get his idea across until we can fully track it out and mm -hmm. get it to a certain level right so you know it is it's critical man and like you know um just setting that tone of like um you know i know what he needs in terms of, I, I know the mic chain, we gotta have all that stuff right. right. I know like uh, the plugins, I know like certain little kinks that will throw him off in terms of like latency and delay and making sure mm -hmm. all that stuff is smooth. So, mm -hmm. you know, we really kind of are, you know, somewhat of a captain role, but then I don't want to discredit, you know, the A&R and, yep. and you know what I mean? Like maybe like the, somebody in there that like, even for Meek himself, like, you know, I don't want to say that like I'm the, God in the room yeah. at the time, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. like we do, we do play a very critical yeah. It's like a team role, effort. Right? I like yeah, the uh, I like the Star Trek uh, yeah, analogy because yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's just so true. Right. When you're in a room, yeah, everyone's there for a particular reason, right? And if everyone is just kind of doing what they should do, kind yeah. of go above and beyond, yeah. that's great. Right. I think that's a mistake for a lot of um, upcoming engineers. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're an aspiring engineer, mm -hmm. you're gonna eventually have that first like big session. Yeah. And and it's gonna fucking you're gonna you're gonna want to shoot yourself in the head, <laughs> bro, before the end of the night because it's Fact. it's like, it's do you rough. get? Did you feel that way in the beginning? Like when first tracking superstars, they you know they kind of look at you in a certain way, like they treat you a certain way until yeah. you get yeah. to a point. So what's like? What are some uh, helpful things that you kind of have done mm -hmm. in the past to kind of help you push through that stuff? Um, I will I will give just kind of um some comforting stories just to know that you can't get through these things like you're not just gonna like die off and yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like you're fired forever but mm -hmm. you know that first session with neo was rough man i, yeah. I was slow mm. you know like his his harmonies he was cutting like he was very like heavy on the harmonies and he's like a million a million yeah, harmonies yeah. so like yeah. you know i wasn't like playlists and shit. some of them and so he's like yo all right i want those the second one I did to be up a little more and I'm like there sweating bullets trying to mm, yeah. I end up buying him lunch like yo I'm sorry but I know it's like a little rough today huh? yeah. here's some Chipotle you know what I'm saying yep. like and you know he still shows love to this day but you learn from these things and if you don't sit back and study what you did wrong and try to perfect you know get as good as you can to like you know and get over that you know by like sitting there and driving yourself crazy and what did I do wrong today? How do I fix it? What are the shortcuts I need to know that I didn't know today? Yep. Uh, what plugins could help me kind of, you know, 
um, that I may not have had access to, you know, and didn't have time to think about. Uh, let me watch a few YouTube videos. YouTube is like it's yeah. like a university. Now. Are you heavy on like tutorials and like Big looking time. up stuff? Yeah, Big yeah. Time. Pensado's yeah. place. Oh, shout, shout out to Pensado's, Pensado's place. Bro, I, I watch his stuff le- like religiously. I watch, you yeah. know, I, I go to the people that I, are my go-to guys. And, you know, even people I don't even know who the hell they are. They just know things that I didn't necessarily think of in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of tools out there nowadays. You know, even bef- when I was at Full Sail, it wasn't that widespread. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, for especially for engineers you know like but even for producers there wasn't like this uh you know black kids wasn't yep. like a big thing it wasn't mm-hmm. it was like you had to figure it out I and know. now it's like you have so many tools you have no excuse there's no excuse True. there's no excuse Between there's google no excuse. and youtube yeah and all the all the different well, type uh, of software is yeah. just getting better and better mm-hmm. every year it's, yeah. it's phenomenal right what's your um speaking of software what's your favorite um go-to compressor and why uh, favorite go-to um, on the compressors. For vocals. For yeah, vocals. so like for compressors, for vocals, we, we're analog. We're, we're tube tech, right. COMB all day long. So, okay, well, we'll read software. Favorite software Software is, yeah. is um, any of the Wave stuff. Uh, mm. The Slate stuff is, is really cool. Yeah, Slate's I really, great. I really like Slate uh, stuff. But, um, you know, um, like a little R-Comp, R-Vox, you know, mm-hmm. like the, you know, um, those are kind of like the go-tos. I love that you use R-Vox. Yeah. People, people think it's like, Yo, oh, why do you use Arvox? Arvox together. It, Arvox gives you a certain texture. Like, take it off and use a different compressor. Like, it gives you a certain texture that you can't get without it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I've tried. You know, when Meek came on, he was like, he had a kind of a uh, an aux that had our compressor and our comp, um, Arvox already on it. And I was like, let me try to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Yo, something ain't right. Something ain't right. Put that Arvox back, back on. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, put the Arvox. I mean, it's the, you know, so. Arvox is like the go-to, yeah. um, like, rough, on the For spot. Sure. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I want to make this shit sound crispy Until during playback. Until you bring out all the UAD and yeah. all the sprinkles. But then you and... break all that shit out, and it's like, yo, I just made it worse. You know what and I mean? Sometimes. A lot of times. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. For sure, yeah. You know? No doubt. No doubt. What's your uh, go-to software EQ? EQ, uh... I really like Fab Filter. Fab Filter. Yo, the Pro Q stuff yeah. is dope. The MB, um, where you could literally kind of like find a section of the uh, vocal and you know, um, you know, compress it, like DS that particular section. Mm-hmm. I use that a lot. You know, Meek's vocal is it, like he's like a rock star in the booth. Like he's like DMX, you know, mm-hmm. Busta, yeah, meets Steven Tyler. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. This, vocal gets pretty harsh so you have to control some of that one to 2k you know what i mean yeah so that fat filter I, stuff is really i wanted i wanted to ask you i know there's different type of uh artists recording different methods you know mm-hmm. like i know really talented artists where they don't they don't really write they'll mm-hmm. go in the booth yeah they'll like they'll come up they you know let the loop the, the b kind of loop yep. they'll come up with they're like a, a like a, a two bars and yeah. then they'll stop it and then they'll let that play and then they'll punch in and do the another two yeah i know artists that go in and write everything the night before and come in and do it all in one take mm-hmm. where is meek at in this is is he like does he write it before does he just go in and and like where's he at no pen no pad wow wow it's you incredible. heard it here it's wow wow it's incredible. Let me get the air horn one time. Oh, yeah. I was just looking for something. I was trying to look for something sexy. I gave him the Hadouken. But you know what? Get that, get that. Get that air oh, horn. Man, man. Honestly, it, it, he gets into a, a mode where it's almost like praying, 
praying in tongues like if you're like on a religious side like it, yeah. he starts mumbling these things and, right. you, and you don't know what it is but you can tell he knows in his head he's just trying to get it out because like you'll hear certain words repeated like you'll say he does in multiple takes right. certain words he knows where they're gonna come in mm -hmm. until he has the full like two two to four bars exactly. or whatever it is he's gonna keep repeating kind of mumbling and then gets it out like oodles and noodles babies mm -hmm. trauma like these type of records you hear them and you're like he wrote that down right yeah. that's why i have to ask yo nothing. he literally and i can't wait i pray that our guy caught it on video or something because yeah. he is in the booth no amazing no pad flow amazing you want to know what's interesting about that and you know obviously hove does that too yeah, all yeah that. Hove does like the same thing. i believe that as a writer doing it that way is the only way to really tap into like true right. artistry mm -hmm. I, and i'm not taking away from people who write mm -hmm. physically right mm -hmm. but there's something to be said about like going in the moment and yeah. finding an idea it's yeah. like when we work with songwriters mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i don't know if you you have experienced this too but when you work with a songwriter yeah. you know they'll literally say cue the beat play it for eight minutes i'm yeah. just gonna freestyle we're gonna do we're gonna playlist 10 of them and yeah. then we'll comp our favorite melodies Shout and then we'll write to it so many writers you know, do uh, that. Ink. Mm. Yeah, Ink. Oh, that's my girl. Right? Shout to Ink. Shout Yo, out shout to out to Ink, ink man. Spill my, Spill my ink. ink. Go follow her. <laughs> she's like my favorite songwriter right now. Yeah. yeah. She, she's written a lot of cool stuff for mm -hmm. me. Uh, shout to Naja too, Amnesia. Yeah, she's um, She's killing it right now. Yeah. But, you know, I think that's interesting. And for rappers to do that, I mm -hmm. think it's just extra special to me, man. Yeah. So that's great that Meek does that. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. It's crazy. It's that's next crazy. level. That's next, next level, level man. Yeah, for sure. What are um so you know when you're in there engineering, mm -hmm. whether it's a singer or a rapper, or whoever it is, are there like kind of like basic fundamental go to um, tools that you need or like maybe a Pro Tools template that you load up mm -hmm. um, for the session and like that help you and like what are those things? Yeah, um, we have our go to um, templates and. Um, excuse me, just based on like the room that we're in and like what plugins they do have available or what version of Pro Tools they're on, mm -hmm. I might do a save as like we're at Jungle City today or we're at Astro today or whatever. Um, but there's a thousand percent a template that we that we use that's our go-to that gets him comfortable where I could just go in from there and make tweaks from. Um, and then for guest artists, I kind of work with the same template and just obviously they're not going to be at the same level with meek in terms of texture and different you know things with their vocals so i'll um you know at least get a clean take from them and then just kind of edit what i have already pre-set up Got but it. i I, f I feel like especially now it's very very critical and important i wish i knew this early on so people first starting off you know please take notes on this have a template yeah. yeah. Have a yeah. go to. Have a it's going to speed up your process. Mm -hmm. It's going to, you know, the artist, songwriter, whoever you're working with is going to appreciate it. Um, you know, it gets, it gives you a head start in the session and makes you look faster. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I remember like this was a taboo thing back in the day. Like, you know, shout out to some of the guys that I won't mention names, but like, I'll be like, yo, can I, can I like study your template? Take out your template? <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Never happens. Yeah. Never. Never. <laughs> you know, I have I, I give our template out on our on yeah. our site. You know? I love like, that. That's so. Dope. That's yeah, dope. so like, and and shout out to uh, Jalil. He actually was the one of the first ones that put me on to to Blap because he's like, yo, you need to give 
these tools to people you know um look at what ilmine's doing with black kids and i'm like looking at the site and i'm like this is yeah. incredibly dope and i know you guys were talking about biting earlier but like i yeah. literally took kind of the engineer side of it and then um, i offer like a pro tools template that's I amazing, have amazing man. I have that's amazing that's great and stuff. that's great so you know just trying to add to the community and yeah. like help them with you know having the stuff that we literally use the exact template that i give them what yeah. site can people find this yeah on? it's on um break it down.com break it dwn.com break it down dwn break it down.com you guys go there get your templates yeah cruise is one of the best out here man go get that that's crazy i remember the first time i i thought of that or i was put on to like oh yeah make a template was i had a session um in 2010 with Mm -hmm. this uh artist he's one of my my good friends jared evan Mm -hmm. and he was at the time he was signed to interscope so i had a session over in in a um record plant Mm -hmm. and jimmy douglas was the engineer oh wow and he literally i looked at his screen yeah he literally loaded up he he opened up a new session <laughs> and he loaded up and all, and like it was all, like all, everything was there already yeah it was like i saw he had like 12 mono and then uh 12 mono uh tracks mm-hmm. and then one mono record track because that was before yep. playlists yep, so yep. he would slide each audio to the every time we'd record mm-hmm. and then he would bust them all out to an aux and yep, then those yep. would bust out to like reverb boxes but right, it was right. all like like you know it's the key. template key. key and yo when I track vocals to this day I don't know Jimmy if you're listening to this but thank you for this I still use that template to this day yo, like Jimmy I don't use legend. playlists nah, I he, get confused so yeah. I do it the old school Jimmy Douglas way so yo Jimmy is, I remember having a, I actually had a moment with with uh, in a Jimmy Douglas mix session he didn't like our room honestly at, at mm. Rock the Mic I loved it but like he you know he's been in a lot of rooms yeah so like he was mixing i think it was a share record on a timbaland beat that i don't know if it ever came out but like he's mixing this record and like he you know he had it all kind of like map mapped out and he's like what do you think about this I'm like what do you mean like what do you think i'm gonna <laughs> you say like, right. yeah right. i think it sounds <laughs> yeah. incredible you yeah. know i mm-hmm. think it's ready to go so he actually um you know, mix it there. It was like get, asking advice from somebody who's basically an intern assistant, you know, uh, and took the time out to listen to my mixes and was like, yo, your mixes sound, you know, really dope. I, I just think it's something about for somebody with his level of experience and the go through his credits. Oh my yeah. God. And for him to sit oh in with God. somebody like me who had nothing going on and was like literally wet behind the ears and just trying to figure things out. And, you know, giving me that type of positive reinforcement, it stuck with me to where I'm telling the story right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, just know that, like, for, you know, there's a lot of ego. And I have this whole thing of, of respecting engineer where I'm just like, I just want our community to come more together. Like, yeah. I feel like producers are collabing and, and yep. working together really well. And engineers are, are kind of like you have it's like a class system. Right. I feel like, you know, you got like the elite guys that they kind of do their own thing and then they bash the up and coming guys yep. and they're like you'll never be on my level like mm-hmm. can we come together and try yeah. to figure this thing out and get cause it's gonna affect the music industry oh yeah think about it like yeah. let's get the it'll evolve up. though cause that, that's I where think it will. that's I where production right now was is, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel that I feel yeah. that and I've seen it you know but I just think you know it's, it's frustrating cause I, I do want it to come together a little more and, and us to kinda embrace kind of you know we all have our little idiosyncrasies and ways that we work and mm-hmm. It, it all works in a way like you know mm-hmm. what I mean so let's I don't know yeah, yeah. I think I think I, li- thought, you know? I think like you know like you guys were saying 
that transition is happening right now before our very eyes. You know, yeah. like with guys like Parks, like Jimmy. I think so. Yeah. You know, yeah. you. Shout out to Alex you know too, man. Alex, Alex, right? Definitely. Yeah, exactly. He's one that, you know, I, I shout out to him. I never met him personally, but I've watched his growth, and and you know, he's super humble and just mm-hmm. like a, you know, he jokes around a lot, but he just put up something. He's like, yo, I just did like twenty projects this year, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know. I never like compare myself to anybody, but I mean, man, it humbled Inspiring, me. You know, yeah. yeah, it's like I look yeah. at Ali, like yo, I got nominated for like three mm-hmm. or four Grammys, by the way, like, mm-hmm. and I'm still super low key to a degree. You know yep. what I mean? I'm not mm-hmm. out here flexing, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm up here like, yo, turn me up, Cruz. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's humbling, bro. Like, yeah. it makes me kind of, you know. How many times do you hear wait. that? I hear Yo, I turn hear me up, Cruz. I hear it a lot. Are you gonna make the? Are you gonna make the drip? Are you gonna make? You got him. You got him. He already did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the site. Two X, bro. Two X. Two X. ASAP. I'll buy it too for sure. I need that ASAP. It's on the way. But but even stuff like that, it's like I love it. It's humbling, but it's it. I'm kind of competitive on the other side, so it makes me like, man, you gotta. You yeah, go hard. Man. It's a reminder yeah. of like you know, despite yeah. all the stuff I've done, it's like I ain't shit. I gotta <laughs> go hard. That's right. How, yeah, right. it's humbling. But that's how it should be looked. Right. Yeah. Right. So you know, and then but what we were saying at the beginning is like, at the same time, don't get lost in what yeah. you have. Right. A credit or you know brought yeah. to the game or or you know. Mm-hmm. Um, had, embrace know, those wins. Yeah, I wish Jimmy Douglas would embrace those wins more. Like mm-hmm. he needs to just Super like humble. fucking post up your whole <laughs> Yo, shit, bro. Man. Oh my god! Like you did, Super you did four, four, four. Like right. that's just that's not even Never nothing compared it, to. Like, yeah. You know, well, not legendary. nothing, but like that's yeah. one of like a thousand <laughs> yeah. legendary things you've done. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. And the that's whole time crazy. we interviewed him, like we didn't even talk about any of that. He was yeah. just we were talking, shooting the shit, man. Yeah. He just wants to like, yo, come to my spot when you're in Miami. Like, really? Really? Are you sure? Because like, I'll be there in like two days. For like real? you walk in, he's like mixing like a share and Madonna record yeah, featuring yeah. Jay Z and Elton John. Before I go what play do you this think for Timbaland, what do you think about this record? Yeah, before I, for Timbo. Like, come on, you know man. Like, come on, man. What's um? Oh, yeah. what, what's something? Uh, what's a piece of advice you would give to uh, an aspiring engineer? Let's say I'm an engineer. Yeah. I just graduated SAE. Yeah. And, and and my instinct tells me that I want to get an internship at like a Jungle City or yeah. Blast Off or something. Mm-hmm. Do you think an internship at a studio is a good start? And what are some things that I can do as a young engineer early on to start generating some income to kind of get into that and support my career, if that's even an option? I think you have to understand that unlike producers and like you guys have kind of these different services like these beat stars and things mm-hmm. with engineers you have to be a lot more humble and ready for a period of time of working for free or next to nothing um and if you um if you do it right you'll get into a major studio where there's a good clientele um you know ones that will accept you because you know and and that was my approach was like trying to get into a major studio and just try to prove that I don't mind having to do all the all the free work and cleaning the bathrooms and doing all these food runs and being able to ask a question or two to a few people and and not getting a paycheck initially mm-hmm. you know um just appreciate the opportunity you know if once you do get in the door cuz a lot of people will turn you away I will I will tell you that I don't name names because these studios are still around but I got this by a lot of studios Good that enough. I end up coming back with some pretty dope artists and working with. You yeah. know what I mean? So like that stuff kind of comes if you have the right mentality and work ethic, 
it'll all come back around. So don't get discouraged and, you know, people tell you no and turn you away. It's cool. There's yeah. there's a lot of options. Even if you want to work with, like, your local up-and-coming studio and somebody is gracious enough to give you a couple dollars to help you, you know, kind of keep the bills, you know, pay your bills and stuff mm-hmm. like that and keep things going for you. Yeah. But um, uh, in my journey and in, in floating around with me, I've seen a lot of assistants turn into people's lead guys. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, like, and That's it's great. it's very, like, rewarding to see even like it just motivates me even more and like it makes me like super hype and i hope to do that for somebody in the near future yeah you know oh well so you would say that becoming uh an assistant engineer or getting to the point where you're uh, potentially an assistant engineer to someone who's doing bigger projects is like a great position yeah i mean like getting into a major studio that has like a decent clientele where you're you know you're the coffee guy you're Mm -hmm. Is everything plugged up properly? And then in my downtime, let me work on my personal mixes and study some videos and get in good with the engineer that comes in with these clients and things like that. Like uh, this kid that worked at uh, uh, the, um, and it's like the studio that Atlantic bought out in um, in LA. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Muse Studios, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's this kid, Ja, that is now... Um, He's now working with Anderson Park, like he's Anderson's guy. Wow! Ooh. And he started as like an intern. Started over like there. intern. He would help me out. Like, yo, you need anything? I'll go. You know, I'll get a run That's set great. up for you. Whatever. He's with Anderson Park, and he's probably worked with Dre. Then, I'm sure he's I'm been sure in the room he has with him for sure. Room. But I mean, and then to this day, like he just he appreciates every little accomplishment. Like, yo, we're about yeah. to be on Jimmy Fallon. We're about to be on this or that. Like, I love seeing that yeah. come up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you have to start being that kid that, yo, there's no budget, at, you know, for me or, you know, this is a come up thing for me. Yep. But I respect the opportunity and it's something's going to come yeah. out of it. You know? I always say work as if you're working for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, too. you know, you like assuming that this is something that you want to put your all into. Mm-hmm. And, and I, man, it, I know it's kind of cliche to say, but you're gonna you're gonna start getting paid eventually mm-hmm. for sure and and it's for not sure. gonna feel any different yeah. when you mm-hmm. do because mm-hmm. you're just you're doing what you've been doing for free mm-hmm. in the past right. x amount of years yeah. or months and then all of a sudden now you get to just keep doing it that's right? the best way to put it i mean yeah. I, i've never looked back like i still have an intern mentality like people tell me like yo you've done a lot of things i'm like i still think the same way that the kid that walked in to rock the mic right. overwhelmed with you know, yep. assisting Mary J and Neo and going to get their food and just being like, I'm just happy to be here. It's the same feeling, you know, when my name is being shouted on these different platforms and things like, you know, and I think it's important. You celebrate your wins, but you got to keep that humble nature, especially this day and age that we're in with social media and everybody's like all about flexing and the yeah. power challenges and all mm-hmm. this other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like people want to, you want to like prove that you're somebody or put up pictures like you're doing more than you actually are mm-hmm. it's, it's not worth it man yeah, like not. just work and grind and it'll happen naturally where people don't mm-hmm. you don't have to make yourself look like an idiot yeah because people are gonna bump into you like oh, i'm yeah. still on the train you know what yeah. i'm saying like mm-hmm. i'm cool with that yeah. i'll ride the bus like yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's not that serious yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. just just work and grind and things good things will happen exactly yeah exactly. I, I still think if you're not if you're not willing to you know, I just posted this even on my Instagram. Like, you got to work f- f- every day yeah. for yeah. five years. I just, I think five years is a good starting point. Yeah. yeah, every day for five years, basically for free, mm-hmm. if not scraps, mm-hmm. um, to even just see a little blip, to just see a little yeah. thing. I I think the real the magic number is like that seven to ten year mark. 
right. when you start when it hitting, becomes real when it's yeah when it's like yeah. things are happening your resources are, are coming through you know you mm-hmm. started the ball rolling a long time ago and now it's just a huge steamroll coming down a hill yeah you know so i think once you you know, like these artists are like, oh man, I've been I've been rapping for three years, man. And yeah. I'm like, bro, three, I have jeans started, that are bro. older than yeah, you, bro. Right. Like Just three years started. is nothing. Definitely. Exactly. I feel that. I have jeans older than you. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's like, come on, dude. I do. Like, I'm pretty real? sure Definitely. I have like a pair, like a 10 year pair. I got a pair somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, when it, for uh, Cruz, when did it like for you, what was the, the year mark? I'm curious for you. Was it a five year? Was it seven? Like was that you it ten? felt like, like okay, this is real. Where things were starting this to this year. This year. So how long? How, and how long has it been for you? So when did you start this? Um, professionally, outside of like the boring come up story yeah. of like being broke and all that. Yeah, yeah. 2011, I'm in Rock the Mic. It's 2018. Seven years. Look at that. Seven years. See, I seven told you, years. 17, seven, seven, years. seven years is the magic number. First year seven. that I'm really See? feeling like good. Something's gonna happen Good the way you. that in my mind, like you know, I I talk a lot of yeah. big time, you know, like I see a lot of big things happening for myself just based on my work ethic. But mm-hmm. this is the first year where I sat back and I'm like, it's know, real. I got married in June. I was able congrats, to like, have congrats. like a nice dope wedding. You know, and thank you, appreciate mm-hmm. it. And and you know, like um, the acclaim from the, the the work that we've been putting in over all this time. We put in a lot of work and a lot of projects have come out, but this is the first time people are really like, who was the guy behind the boards? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We put out number one albums. We put yeah. out platinum and gold records already, but mm-hmm. this is the first time now they're like, oh yeah, what's up, Cruz? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also it's, think I mean, that you know, the, in the past mm-hmm. three years, it's been the the surgeons of the engineer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you know, you sure. have you have uh, Ali, Ali, Alex. Guru, yourself, mm-hmm. you're, you're, this was your year, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I, th- it's the same. I see the same pattern happening with us producers that happened maybe four or five years ago. Right. So yeah. I think produ- the production is a couple years ahead of the engineer in terms of that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. people are catching on. So that being said, you know, I know you got the drip and stuff. What's, uh, <laughs> what's, uh, what's next for like the, the cruise, like rebrand? Like, what's up, yeah. man? What's the, the merch, the projects? Like, what's, yeah. what are you pushing? I think the merch, honestly, I mean, I use like a uh, on-demand merch service. Mm-hmm. I don't really make a lot off the merch. It's all it's you just, need. It's really for branding. It's promo, of yeah. course. Yeah, it's yeah, promo. Yeah, yeah. It's like I just want to spread like respect the engineer. Or mm-hmm. it's fun to have the turn me up crew stuff that came from like family and loved ones that were like, mm-hmm. yo, just do it. Like it took <laughs> you know it took a second for me to finally like do that because it wasn't you know my thing. But yeah, I appreciate people telling me you know go ahead and just jump out the window with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but on long term, I, I mean, I don't want to push record my whole career yeah. Mm. just keeping it real like I want to you know find the next kid that I could trust to be able to leave the studio and do other things develop an artist you know mm-hmm. um, I got this kid Andrew Mia Ray out of Philly super talented on, nice. he's more on the pop side sick he, he produces he actually helped um, with the intro he did some co-production stuff on the intro for nice. this record he did sick. guitar and different things oh he plays instruments too yeah nice. he, he does That's all fun. his own you know top to bottom production mm-hmm. singing writes his own records so I want to get more into like proving to people that I could do more. Like the same dedication that I had to corporate America and mm-hmm. proving to them that yo know, I could be a top salesman or a top customer service rep. I could be a, a, a top guy in the music business yeah. if I put that same drive and, and focus into it. And, you know, still being humble and like respecting, you know, the come up and things like that. But I just I don't see myself recording forever. Yeah. I don't want to be. 
you know uh, yeah i love that yeah i like, love that that's yeah. amazing and and when you get to that point keyword yeah. when mm-hmm. when you get to that point when like you have this like next uh level step in your career yeah. you have all you're an engineer too so you can that's use true. those skills mm-hmm. for all the other stuff you're kind of overseeing too right which is a, a skill set that you have above someone else mm-hmm. that might be look at jimmy Iovine. Mm-hmm. yep yeah he started like this mm-hmm. and he had the same kind of mentality where he was like yo I want to try I don't want to just sit here and like mm-hmm. record even though I'm in the studio with with these legends I'm in this you know the studio with John Lennon but I want to let me produce a record mm-hmm. let yeah. me try that mm-hmm. and then alright cool now let me oversee this whole project let me run this side of the label or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. you know what I mean so um, he has a quote somewhere where he's like everything he learned from the business he learned in the studio mm-hmm. yeah and if you're smart, if you take a second to like not worry about the selfies and catching pictures of everybody, if you just listen mm-hmm. and focus, like you will learn everything you need to know about the business. Yep. To where like if there's some things you, you might miss, like certain holes you need to fill, you can but the the foundation of what you need to know, you learn in that room. And yep. you know and sure. you know what they say, the boss, no matter what company, what business, it does not matter. Mm-hmm. And the boss supposed to know how to do every job in the studio, like every job in the company. If right, you're the right, boss, right, then you should be able to do everything. Right, you already have the ear, obviously. Mm-hmm. So like you already know how to run a session. Mm-hmm. You 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 know you can find talent. You can do. So literally, if you're in a session as you know the boss, mm-hmm. and you have your interns and people, and, you, and there's a session going on. And something gets fucked up, you could step right in. Like, bro, yeah. I got this. Did you check this? Yet? Do that. Do, do this. <laughs> do, do that. Exactly. Okay, cool. You could take over. Do right, this. Right. Move that over there. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I think the fact that you come from the engineering background, that mm-hmm. you know, you know, Pro Tools pretty very well. You know, not everyone knows everything about Pro Tools because there's just so much you can do on mm-hmm. there. Um, but I think that, dude, that's that's a going to help you so yeah. much, bro. Yeah. It's going to help you so I can't much. wait to see it, man. It's going to yeah, be really fun that. to watch, man. Yo, listen, if you, if you need anyone to A&R a project for you, <laughs> Alice yeah, the plug. You know, Alice got I'm the here plug. for your brother. We'll <laughs> work together. We'll do some yeah. special things. Yeah, no. and, and yeah and all, but also, too, on a serious note, like, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we should do some shit. Like, let me know, yeah. you know, if you for need. Sure. Like, and you know, we've checks. already worked together. When we have. Yep. Which one? My guy, Rel. Okay. from Philly. Oh, Rel, yeah, yeah, We got that joint. That was huge. That was like a really dope record. We came in fourth quarter with that one like yo throw this record kill that on. man kill that I remember DMing you like yo got one you were <laughs> yeah. like yo hit my guy up yep. you know yeah. 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 we gotta make it official though like another yeah. one you know oh, yeah, for, yeah, sure, for sure in the future there's, I mean there's there's plenty of ways there's so much more this, yeah. it's gonna be so interesting mm-hmm. in the next few years yeah. um, before yeah. we wrap up I wanna bring my guy up here come on up sure yep. um I want to, I want to, he had a question yeah. uh, about uh, earlier before we started. Yep. Uh, it was like a, a question about a major label. I want to talk about it, but um, what's up, man? <laughs> Yo, what's going on, guys? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, real quick, introduce yourself, man, to the peeps. What's going on, guys? My name is The Phonetic. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm Brooklyn. <laughs> Wait, I gotta hit this once because I have. Can you yet. spell it? Can you spell your name? Just so like booty loops. One more time. I just shout that out. Yeah, it's phonetic. It's P H R O N E T I C. Okay. Word. Yeah. Thanks so, for having me on. Yeah. Well, thank bro. you for coming, phonetic. So, um, yeah. Where can they? Uh, is, is that your Instagram too? Yeah, dope phonetic. Dope. Yeah, you guys follow, follow my guy phonetic. Um, mm-hmm. so we were talking earlier before this. You had a you had a, an interesting point. You brought up uh, a question. I want to talk about that. So what what was that? Can you? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So um, when submitting packs to major labels. 
Like beat packs? Beat packs. Mm-hmm. What are the What are the basics of that? I mean, how many beats are you putting in there? How are you organizing them? Are you organizing them by vibe or genre? Um, are you sending loops? Are you sending completely arranged beats? So if you could just give me like a quick rundown of like what would be your ABCs of sending beat packs to major labels. Got it. So when you say major labels, I'm assuming uh, some type of A&R that works at a major label, right? Okay. So... Uh, my instinct tells me, and Cruz, chime in with your experience, because yeah, okay. I know you get files sent to you all the time oh, and all that. Yeah. The goal is to get to the artist, right? So mm-hmm. my first instinct would be to figure out an additional slash alternative way to get directly to the artist, right? So it's like, do what must be done to get to the artist. If, if that um, isn't an option at that point, then you're gonna have to send to the A&R. So if you're sending beat pack to A&R, just from my experience, um, the first thing you want to think about is what type of relationship do I have with this person? It, did I just meet them at a mixer last week uh, and they just gave me their email? Um, is this someone that found me and reached out to me and is interested in me? Or is this someone that I sort of like cold called and pitched to? And I think that's important because if the A&R at the label is, is someone that reached out to you, then they have this like general interest in wanting to use your music. And, and that kind of, uh, kind of increases the chances of something sticking. Um, but regardless of that, I think the best thing to keep in mind is how can I get my music to this person um, with as, as little effort as possible, making it as easy as possible. So, the first thing you think about is I'm definitely not sending uh, a streaming link because mm-hmm. streaming is mm-hmm. is inconvenient and this person might want to download my stuff. So then the next thing you think is, okay, do I use Dropbox? Do I use Weave Transfer? Mm-hmm. I would I would recommend MP3 attachments yep. because especially if they have a Gmail, um, only because these some of these guys are on their phones. They want to listen immediately. They want easy access. They want to hit play wherever they, they are. Um, if they're at a studio, they can just download straight from their email, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I would recommend MP3 attachment. Um, Format-wise, MP3, and you want them to be full beats. So I would uh, avoid sending snippets, you know, mm-hmm. with, like, your beat tag on the thing. Like, you'll, you're, 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 you're basically killing your opportunity by doing that. So... Mm-hmm. having this mentality of like submitting stuff on a silver platter just like fully formatted intro verse hook blah 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 all that stuff make sure you have uh stems uh ready to go don't send them yet but have them ready to go in case they ask or if they want to do business um and just do it like that and don't you don't you never want to overwhelm them either you know Mm -hmm. but it's really case by case if they ask you hey send me like a bunch of shit or send me what you got if they give you one of those like let me see what you got kind of things. Like I would keep it small and send like five joints. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what the maximum amount of uh, MP3s you can send on email anyway is like four to five MP3s mm-hmm. at, at three to four minutes each. So MP3s, send five. Um, try to read it as best as possible, what kind of stuff they would like or what they're working on. Um, but I would, I would just like send your uh, the best representation of like your true self and your true sound right and uh and don't give them the atlas says this all the time like no need for the life story yeah the email yeah. like well, hey uh, yeah, by the way i yeah, grew up please. here and, yeah, no. and i'm no really preface. inspired yeah they're not no going to read it They'll, nobody cares no yeah. one cares yeah, yeah. Uh, and and that's that would be my my thing do you have any, anything i would Chris? say i i like what you said about having easy access because um you know sending five or six emails 
yeah. you know, flood in their inbox. You know yeah. how much they're already probably dealing with. Try to keep it clean. You know, if you do want to send it actually in the email, you know, do like one clean email. But I personally appreciate a WeTransfer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like a box link to all the work where I could just download it one time and I have access to all the files, label them properly, you know, um, in terms of like who it came from. So we're not guessing like who is beat yes, number one label from. them. Label. Yeah, like, like who is this from? So put your producer name for the folder, maybe, you know, make a habit of labeling every beat with your producer name. And the BPMs. Mm -hmm. the BPMs, BPMs is, is, is critical. It's getting mm -hmm. really easy for yeah. engineers. I mean, there's tools you could just dump it in the new mixing key. Oh, It'll give you go. the BPM is very accurate, but it can help, you know, it doesn't hurt to put BPMs. So, you know, um, and then I like, keeping it clean like four or five beats uh, depending on the relationship yeah. how they came across your work if if they do reach out like i heard from you know other people about you i'm very interested you know you could send them the a bit more yeah, yeah the zip zip might, might send be them, the move send for them that. some more mm -hmm. yeah. if they a lot of times nine times out of ten they'll give you a heads up it's for this type of artist this type of vibe so you know play pay attention to that don't try to send them like yo i would love to hear meek mill on this type of beat Pay attention to what it is that they're telling you in this message, because nine times out of ten, especially if they found you, if they're looking for this vibe, you know, um, don't try to like get experimental with it. You right. Know what I mean, like, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, like just send the them kind of, and then you know, always keep the door open. Like, don't flood them too much. Don't yeah. you know, let them hit you back. Don't flood exactly. them. Exactly. Did you hear my beats? Oh please, no, don't no. do that. Don't do that. Yo, oh, I sent Jesus. you beats like two weeks. Like, yeah. if they don't hit you back keep working you know yep. what i mean it there's, a, there's an it interesting real, like, exactly yeah, there's an like, interesting you know. thing that superdupes brought up yeah. on one of our episodes he said if you send tracks to an NR or someone and they don't hit you back the worst thing you can do is is bother them and the right. reason why they didn't hit you back is for two either two things either they didn't get to it yet mm -hmm. or they heard them and they didn't like them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's no real reason to haggle them just let them go and keep it moving let the right. bird out the cage yeah and don't think about it and just keep it going and right. don't be a friend don't be afraid to send them more beats they just haven't heard the one yet true you know don't send them like 10 beats a day 10 beats a day right send them three to five <laughs> joints you know if you don't hear back in two weeks or three weeks or a month just send them another three to five joints you don't yeah. have to hit them yo did you get to that did you hear them yet oh yeah. i know you're busy but did you get time mm -hmm. i'd love some feedback they don't got time for that yeah just the, send them three to five every couple of weeks or a month and just keep doing it yeah. and if they hear one they like then they'll fuck with you if it's your first time so uh like frenetic so when they contacted you obviously they must have heard something that you created that piqued their interest so like cruz was saying i would definitely don't gear away from that they heard something in your style that they like so i would stick to what you do best mm -hmm. um and send it over to them if it's if if it's for upcoming producers that are out there if you meet someone you know at like if you come to true masters and you meet me and i'm like yeah send me beats you know like that don't send me a zip in my opinion <laughs> send me two Gmail or right on the phone. three attachments so I can preview it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'll preview that shit right away. Yeah, like as I'm walking like it, in my let Uber. Me more. Yeah, yeah course, let me just preview course. it two or yeah, three. Right. Then if I like, I'll be like, yo, send me a batch me a ASAP. Batch. Right, and you can send me right, a zip right, of right. 20 joints. I don't right. give a shit. <laughs> yeah. But I think if if you're right. first meeting someone, uh, if you have the relationship with them, send them the zip. It's cool. 
But if you just met someone and you're just starting to get to know them, send them two to three MP3s attachments so they can preview it. If you don't hear back, wait like a month, send them another two or three. Just keep sending them because all that shows is that you're working. Yeah. And you're not bothering them. I like when I, I like when I get beats from producers, you know, like three or four every like three weeks to a month. Because to me, I'm like, yo, that guy's working. And he's not asking me any questions. He's not bothering me. He just said, hey, I got a few tracks for you. Sent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice and short and sweet. Yeah. Don't give the whole, yo, I've been, I've been music my whole life. You know, I was homeless. <laughs> music my you whole know, life. and you like, and like I don't know what you know. This is all I think about. And if I could just get the one opportunity. Nobody. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't even go. Don't take any of this personal either. Yeah, it's not, not this, personal. This, this is not a personal type business. Like it, yeah. yeah. And, and we're all at the mercy of the artists, right? So whatever mm-hmm. artists we're working with, if they don't feel that vibe. Like we could play Meek uh, uh, a sicko mode vibe. Yeah. And it might not be the right for him at the time for yeah. whatever he's trying to do. And Travis gets it and makes it that. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, just just know that, you know, just because it's not right for one person doesn't mean, like, damn. Doesn't mean it's trash. It's trash. Damn. Right. Like, yeah. You know? It's just, just not keep, right for yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, keep building. Yeah. Keep networking. Go mm-hmm. to these different events mm-hmm. and yeah. build your network out. And uh, and something will Something, something will, will stick. Yeah, it'll, it'll, the music, as a producer, your beats will speak to someone out there. Yeah. You know, I remember, and this was fairly recent, I sent, like, this amazing batch, right, I, that I thought was amazing mm-hmm. to, like, this big artist directly. And I didn't hear from him for a while. They hit me back. They were like, yo, I wasn't really feeling any of those. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I, and then I sent the same exact batch to another artist, another huge artist. Mm-hmm. And then they DM'd me. They were like, bro, fucking thank you. This, mm-hmm. this, blessed, this is like the yeah. best shit I've ever heard. Right. And I'm confused. I'm like, I, for a minute, I thought I was like kind of trash. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, I fucked up. Yeah. But it's like then it was a reminder for me, like, yo, like music is meant for certain people and it's okay for people not to like something for them it doesn't mean it's bad you know so mm-hmm. yeah um Cruz thank you for joining us man, man. what's uh shout out your your social, social, media. social media and the website and all that stuff yeah so um the instagram is break it dwn uh website break it dwn.com uh twitter is team break it dwn i wish i had the own but it's, yeah. it wasn't available mm-hmm. i like the dw yeah so it's like cool. anytime anytime you hear about anything with me with with you know, break it down or whatever. Just make, just take the O out. Take the O out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your? Do you have a personal Instagram too that they can follow? Or? It's uh, it I is use the okay. Same. Break it down. Yeah. So it's like kind of both, like my personal dope. and business. You know. Dope. Uh, frenetic. How how can they reach you again? One more time. Yeah, my Instagram is dopefrenetic. It's a fro with P H R O, not an F R O. Dopefrenetic. Amazing. Oh, Frenetic, tell them about the uh, pr- uh, battle. Yeah, uh, plug that. Weekend. All my New York City producers, uh, we're holding a beat battle called Christmas Kwanzaa this Saturday, December 22nd at Friends and Lovers, which is in Bushwick. Uh, pretty much, we need producers to bring their hottest beats. We got all kinds of swag from Ableton. Nice. Um, we got a bunch of DJ swag, you know. Clothing. Can I get some swag? Yeah. <laughs> there's a beat battle too, right? It's a beat battle yeah. in producer showcase. So there's going to be live beats yeah. in the show. Uh, for myself and uh, my guy Yumi, uh, nothing new, some total, bunch of New York City live beat makers, and then we're gonna have the beat battle section where producers will be able to come through, play a minute long of their beats, and it's gonna be judged by myself. Atlas is gonna be there as a hey. yep, I'll be there. Uh, Mr. Atlas Cowell here. Sir. Get ready, guys. Don't be shy, guys. Don't, Don't be, be shy. shy. Don't be shy. Don't be shy.
<laughs> Rip him. He rips assholes all the time. Wow. Ill, <laughs> you're on a roll today. I, am, I, am. I mean, I do too, you know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Preemptive pause. Yeah. Uh, opportunity for, you know, any producers who are just trying to get their beats heard and trying to get some, you know, genuine feedback from, from other producers from the scene. I love it. And guys, this is the type of shit we talk about when we say do networking, go to events that involve people mm-hmm. that are like-minded to you. These were the kind of events I went to when I was coming up. And so if you're in New York City this Saturday, December 22nd, pull up. And where's it at again? One more time. It's at Friends and Lovers. Friends and Lovers, Brooklyn. That's a great venue. I love what that time does it start? We're going from 5 to 9.30. Okay. And then afterwards, we're heading over to uh, Silver Factory. With oh, the- for Risers. For Risers thing. Got it. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Risers. Shout out to Risers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then the after-after party is where are we going with Queens, which one? Which one? Which one? You, which one you hitting up, bro? We going to the West Side Highway. We going to the full contact joint, or, or, or you know what I mean? Bottomless? What we doing? What we doing over here? You know what I mean? Now, nah, but thank you guys for joining, Cruise Man. Appreciate you so appreciate much. It's gonna be man. fun to watch. Yeah. 2019, man. Oh, for sure. The whole man. squad enjoy, is lit enjoy right the rest now. Of the holiday. Yes. You know, enjoy the holidays. Yo, and I forgot to say, quick. shout out to we got Cruise. The you know, shout out to Cruise, also fellow Latino. So you know, you know what I mean? Latinos here. Yeah. You too, fanatic, right? You too, Cuban, right? Uh, Colombian. Yeah, I'm, I'm Filipino, but them. fuck it. Today I'm Latino too. Hey, you know? listen, listen, if you, listen, Elmar. If you grow a mustache, you'll look Mexican. So it's <laughs> oh, alright. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I can't. I don't. I don't want facial hair. I'm Asian. I still got. You know, I'm from the islands, baby. You know, I get a lot of sun. We don't get the hair. You know? I got a full head of hair though. There don't get it twisted. There you go. <laughs> all right, Tori. You see this, Tori? <laughs> just like you, bro. My shit is full. Just like you. I uh, appreciate you guys. Blap chat episode 90. We'll see y'all next week. We'll out. Peace. Yeah.